2: Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories. And I'm just going to tell you, you have to start writing your own. That's the only way you can win. Now, you can be motivated by their success when you read about their stories and they can offer you direction and help you reach your goals. But remember, it's their story, it's their goals, it's their success. You have to plan your own, and it has to be planned and achieved by your committed effort. The interviews I present to you on my, my Money Making Conversation platform, is celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, industry makers, male, female, transgender. I, I try to walk through the whole process of let everybody know that everybody is available to, to share a slice of how they are achieving success. And nobody's unique in it. But the only unique thing I always tell people is how hard they work. When they set a goal, they see it through. My next guest is one of those people. You know, she didn't let age stop her. She didn't let being a, her gender stop her. She didn't let being a single mom stop her. My next guest is Dr. Geneva Williams. After a 40 plus year career as an award winning innovative nonprofit leader, Dr. Geneva Williams reinvented herself as an author, international speaker, podcaster, and title-holding advocate for women to live fit, fine, and a vibrant life. She says how she went from her stellar career as a president, and CEO, becoming a widow after four decades of marriage, still raising two millennials at home, to becoming the oldest contestants to win the Miss Black Fit and Fine pageant, to being recognized as a leading Michigan businesswoman and going on to be the star in her very first television commercial. She's on the show today. Please welcome to Making Conversations, Dr. Geneva Williams. Did I get everything right, Doc? <laughs> oh, fabulous. Oh, my goodness. I want you to come right for me
3: and introduce
2: me everywhere I
3: go. How oh, are, Jesus, you? are
2: you, You got to have something uh, to say, though. You have something to say. You have a life to say. And I, I want to talk about your life because, you know, I always look at people, you know, youth. We we don't see uh well you know you are 18, 19, you used to mention the word 40, 60. It's so far off, you can't even conceptualize what it feels like to be 40 or 60, or and you look around and you see people who are 40 and 60, and you go, I'll never walk You might not even say how, how I'm gonna walk or what I'm gonna do, because we don't think about preparing for retirement. Now let's talk about your early life, you know, uh successful, married, happy, uh, two beautiful kids. How was that life like for you? oh, it was fabulous mm-hmm. um you know
3: i um, I have three children three child and daughters, three. uh three grandchildren mm-hmm. so you know i i you know really was living a fabulous life. Mm-hmm. I had the a career where Mm -hmm. I didn't think I had a job because I was doing what I love doing, uh, running the United Way, working in nonprofits, Mm -hmm. helping create change, raising millions of dollars for various community initiatives and, you know, had a real good, good marriage. Mm -hmm. um, And things were going along for me great. I come from a small town in New Jersey and, Mm -hmm. I grew up in a community of adults. You know, Rashawn, you know, my sister and I used to always think that the adults in the community would go somewhere and have a meeting on us
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they seemed to know everything
3: about us. And they gave us constant advice and endless questions about how we were doing and how Mm -hmm. were our grades and Mm -hmm. how were we making it. And, you know, it was like this community consensus where everyone was interested in our success. And I still today think, even though then I thought it was a big time conspiracy, Mm -hmm. but what I know now is it was about adults in a community caring. Right. And so, so much of my life's work has been about trying to rebuild that community consensus that w- many of us grew up in, in Black communities, where every adult, you know, was a, a, a a big mama or right. an auntie <laughs> or some. Everyone cared about mm-hmm. who we were mm-hmm. and what we would do. So that's the kind of environment I grew up in and really shaped um, my career, what I got into, uh, the influences that and my parents who were ordinary people. Right. Also, were civil rights activists.
2: Right now, let's talk about. So that's that's certainty right there. That's that's the certainty. You 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 explain a very uh you, you have eight to five children, loving husband. Then the uncertainty came into your life. Now, when uncertainty comes into your life, that's one of your critical steps that you talk about because yes. a lot of people aren't ready for that. Uncertainty can be getting fired. Uncertainty can be a relationship suddenly ending. And you didn't expect it. A certainty can be uh, uh, financial loss. A certainty can be COVID nineteen. That's a big uncertainty. A lot of people dealing with. It. That's uncertainty. How you embrace it. The uncertainty in your life was the passing of your husband. Correct.
3: Yeah, and and it happened uh, at a time where I was experiencing all these. Ups and downs and differences in life because I was in my 50s and 60s. And there's something about when you get to a half century, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> more than a half century of living, mm-hmm. you know, you, you experience all these different changes, everything from the gray hairs to the your body changing to the changing in relationships and mm-hmm. taking care of aging parents and seeing children go out and do their thing, which you want them to. but. Right. It, does create these changes? And what was I going to do for retirement? All Mm -hmm. these things were going when both my parents and my husband got very sick. And I went into several years of caring for them. And then they all passed uh, pretty much during within months of each other. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. for the first time, uh, I was devastated. Right. Totally, you know, I was just grieved out. There was just nothing. I mean, these were people who I had never spent a day in my life without. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I always had them. So total uncertainty, uh, dark days. Um, every day I was crying. Every day I didn't know what I was going mm-hmm. to do. Um, and even though I had been very successful in, in my career and I had a 40-year marriage, a good marriage that was Mm -hmm. only ended by the cancer Mm -hmm. that took my husband away. Mm -hmm. Um, I was lost. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do. And I was in my 60s. And Mm -hmm. so it was like I constantly said, well, my life's over. What am I going to do now? Right. And um, Rashaun, it was one of those times when one night I was looking through these obituaries of mm-hmm. the three most important people ever in my life, and you know I was in my night nightly ritual of you know, on my knees often crying, "You know, woe is me, right. Um, I looked and saw that dash, you know, was shine that dash between the day you are born and the mm-hmm. day you die right. and and i when I looked at that dash, I said, You know, that's what I remember about my mom and my dad and my sweetheart, my husband. Mm -hmm. That's what I remember. It's that dash. Mm -hmm. That's what life's about. Right. It's where the meaning takes place. Right. And what was I going to do about my dash? Was I just ready to give up? And that's really, Rashan. as I began to look at it and think about it, I slowly started to get off my knees, <laughs> take a step out and get back in the world because I found some meaning. And that's when I began to discover what, for me, were the secrets of... um.
2: You know, living a vibrant life. Let, let's and talk about, let's talk about that that, 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 that old way, woe is me lifestyle and mentality and coming out of that, the little, the little engine that could coming up that hill, you know, yeah. and then going over, you know, cause what happens is when you're in that old woe is me, you have a lot of tra- tragedy, tragedy and tragedy in your life. A lot of people don't know how to talk to you. They don't, they don't, they feel nervous by telling you to suck it up. Come on now, you have a lot of life to give. So you don't have a lot of people around you that that, that can challenge you because they know you're in a a state of of sadness. And they don't want to sound like they uh, they, they, uh, uh, are selfish by telling you you can you can move on. And so you saw the dash. What Mm -hmm. were everybody else saying around you, the family members, your friends and all that good stuff?
3: Yeah, everyone. And, and you know, when you're in that state, everyone is. So supportive, or they try to be. Right. Mm-hmm. They do tell you things like, you know, you you got a lot of life ahead of right. you. Right. Uh, move forward, and you know, get over, and even get over it. Or it's time. Right. To mm-hmm. get over it, and mm-hmm. you know, none of that helped me. Right. None of that. <laughs> and you know, I don't believe there's a timeline for grief. Mm-hmm. you know i ju- I just really don't, and mm-hmm. I had to discover me for me in right. myself right and, and the first thing that and what I discovered for a secret for me that I discovered was I had to reconnect with my why. Mm -hmm. So my purpose, my raison d'etre, why am I here? You know, not about my husband and my parents and my children, my grandchildren, all the friends and family. Why me, Lord? Mm -hmm. Why me? Mm -hmm. You know, what is it that you have for me? Because I believe each of us has at least one unique gift or talent Mm -hmm. and finding that gift or talent, and understanding your purpose. And as I began to reflect and really go deep with Sean, I rediscovered my purpose. Right. <laughs> I right. re-found my why Right. I'm living. And so that's one of the secrets, I think, to life at any age. Right. And that is knowing your purpose, knowing why you're here, why God put you here, mm-hmm. what is it you're supposed to do? And that's the thing that helps get me up every morning gets me excited and to think about you know i'm fulfilling my meaning and i rediscovered that you know god put me on this earth to inspire and teach right and to help particularly women Mm -hmm. over 50 who are in my same age category to uh Rediscover themselves and figure out their next steps because we're not done yet. Right. And so rediscovering my why and my purpose really was the
2: first big secret that uh, I discovered. Well, you know, the, the, and I, I want to go back on that sadness thing. I, I don't think there is a timeline of sadness you have to mm-hmm. learn how to just box it, put it in a box. And compartmentalize it because of the fact that, you know, I know when I I think about death, I think about my parents, I think about my sister, you know, I I, I might think about it a year from now. I might think about Mm -hmm. it on their birthday. I might think about it. So it's all right. What we're talking about is compartmentalizing it so it doesn't dominate your everyday life moving forward. So it doesn't stop you from meeting people, stop you from moving, stop you from getting a job, stopping you from saying, you know something, I want to be happy. Hear me again, that I want to be happy. And so what happens is, and and that why I wanted to bring Dr. Geneva Williams on the show is that it's about, you know, this is how I speak. You know, I I speak this way and I'm not trying to be younger than what I am. I'm just trying to be Rashawn McDonald. I don't worry about another birthday. I got to have a birthday to accomplish my dreams. I don't lock myself to a certain age. I want to be 39 for the rest of my life. I want to be 59. No, I want to be whatever age God allows me to be on that year. He says my birthday because I got goals I got to put in place. And so when I saw a video of you, I said, this is my girl. I got to bring home my show because see, she's not restricting the steps of opportunity tied to the age that she's assigned to that year. That's a beautiful part of your personality. Where did that come from? You know,
3: I I don't. I I I think it came from my started with my parents because they were activists uh, way into the eighties and Mm -hmm. nineties. You know, my I started writing my book with my dad when he was. 91. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we were to publish it together. So, mm-hmm. you know, I interviewed him about all the things he went through, all his trials and tribulations, the historic uh, landmark civil rights case. He won mm-hmm. and took all the way to the Supreme Court in New Jersey mm-hmm. and changed housing discrimination laws in New Jersey forever. And we talked about all of that. We did that together. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, he passed before the book was published, mm-hmm. um, but he did read the final. Final manuscript and said it was good but that was like 90s and and mm-hmm. my mom I think left in her late 80s and mm-hmm. but they always but you know Rashaan it really wasn't about the chronological age right. what it really was was their mindset mm-hmm. and and what they felt in their heart and their purpose mm-hmm. uh, and and that's what I discovered that it really is about my purpose and my motivation and continuing to give you know those gifts and that compartmentalization you talk about I think is right on for me my compartment is my heart absolutely so i keep you know those who have gone on um Mm -hmm. that you know meant so much to me in my heart and so they'll Always be there. So I'm not trying to get rid of them at all. Absolutely. For those memories. Absolutely. They got to be in your heart. And you know what, Rashawn? We have to laugh about the good <laughs> times. And one of the things I do is I pull out the albums all mm-hmm. the time. I mm-hmm. consider myself an amateur photographer. So I have thousands of pictures. I ain't in none of them, Mm -hmm. okay? Because I'm always so busy taking them. But I'll pull out my albums and I'll laugh. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll cry, Mm -hmm. but I reflect and relive those good times, those moments, Mm -hmm. Rashawn. And that's why I think it's important to have those moments Mm -hmm. um, to live because we all are going to get out of here one day. Okay, <laughs> absolutely.
2: And, and I you 100% know, it's agree. What with
3: you. we do while we're here at Dash.
0: Mm-hmm. It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah or going to midnight mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones.
1: T T E R dot A-I.
2: My friend, you, you're not hitting, you're not you're not swinging and missing on none of this interview right now. <laughs> Got me pumped up as usual. Because what, what, from, a, from a gender standpoint, I'm a man, you're a woman. Yes. And uh, there are different rules in the play. And there are different yes. rules in play for African-Americans. Okay. And so leadership, you know, you're an attractive woman. Some people can diminish your success because you're attractive. You know, and then that's the sad part about sexism. But in the end, if you have somebody who's 50, they're confused, they, you know, they they don't, they look in the mirror, they don't like what they see in the mirror, they don't like the people around them. What advice do you give for people who are stuck? Let's use the word stuck because a lot of people listening to this interview are stuck. We want to get them unstuck. And I'm going to tell you something, we are not, the only way you can pull yourself from an unstuck position, you have to want it. Make change. That's, That's right. the key. If you don't <laughs> want to make change, if you think this is the lottery, I'm sorry, but you got to want to make change. I just want to set that little that little qualifier before you get started. <laughs> you do. You're, you're absolutely right, and you have to put sweat equity into what
3: it is you want to do. <laughs> you got to do that, okay? Yes. You know, uh, one of the things that I say to folk in terms of of the secrets that I found. Is to make a plan. Mm -hmm. You got to have a game plan. Mm -hmm. What is it you're going to do with your life? Yes. You know, so, you know, let's assume you you know what your purpose is. You've discovered your why. You understand why you're here, what it is you want to do, what your talents are. Okay. then what you're going to do with it? So that's making a plan. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you think it in your head or write it down, though writing it down, you know, writing it down helps you see it and achieve it better. Mm -hmm. That's what all the research says. But I understand if you just want to keep it in your head and think about it. But Mm -hmm. the best thing to do is figure out what your goals are, what it is. You know, you got this vision of your life that you want to be, which is first step. Figure Mm -hmm. out what it is you want your life to be and then decide, well, how am I going to get there? So those are your goals. Mm -hmm. And then how am I going to reach those goals? That's your action steps. Mm -hmm. And then when am I going to do it? That's your timeline. Well, when you finish putting together a vision, a goals, some action steps and a timeline, you got yourself a plan and then do it. And so one of the things that I found is you got to have a plan and it's your plan. It's not your uncles or your aunts (laughs) or your spouses. It's your plan. Mm -hmm. And. Come on, let's do it. Get that game plan together. Uh, you know, male, female, black, white, have a game plan. And that, you know, and it's your plan. And right. be willing to switch it up or change it if you need to. You know, if people say to me, um, sometimes, well, I don't know what to do, you know, I don't feel I'm I'm really done anything. I'm stuck, <laughs> you know, right. that that kind of thing. <laughs> One of the tips I give folk when they feel that way, right. is to uh, make a list of your accomplishments.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Rashawn, I don't care who you are, if you living and breathing, mm-hmm. and if you listening to us have this conversation, mm-hmm. in your life, you've accomplished something. Right. Probably right. a whole lot of something. Right. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things, pull out that piece of paper and write down all of the things you've accomplished, all your successes. Right. What have you done? When you sit back, I'm guaranteed you sit back and look at that list. You're gonna say, "Hmm."
2: But you know, know that, that's important. What you're things. saying, but he, you here's know what I'm saying. Here's something that absolutely, you know what I'm saying. It's like in my life. You know, because a lot of people have qualifiers on success. You know, they they, they, they look at oh, LeBron James and that might be successful to them. They, you have to you know, look at your competition. I remember when I was building Steve Harvey's uh, social media. I put his competition that, it, that was close to him. I didn't go way up there. That was way away. I started close to him and started setting his goals mm-hmm. in social media. And we started passing them as we went along the way. Now, if I had to set his goal four or five million away instead of 50,000 away, then guess what? It would look seem insurmountable. And so when you start talking about goal setting, set goals that are reachable. That's right? right. I always talk about 90 day goals. I don't talk about years where, you know, that's why a lot of people don't go to college because they see here here four years. It just knocks them out. I'm a four years. I, 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 I can't say committed to something like four years. That's why people go to trade schools. And mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not knocking that because they see a shorter turn, turnaround. But always know, set a goal that you feel comfortable with in reaching. And that's what she's saying about planning. A lot of people plan success, but they don't plan it with a goal, a reachable goal. Right. And know that it's you I always treat it like a steps on the ladder. Each step yep. gets you higher. Each steps gets you higher. You don't want to jump steps on the ladder. You might fall off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right say a- exactly exactly and so that's what uh, you know be have realistic goals smart right goals, goals that make sense that you can touch and reach and goals that you know that you've reach success when you've completed them. Yes. There you know, you go. Sometimes we set these vague goals mm-hmm. and we don't really even know when we've reached them. Right. And so I always tell folk when you're setting goals, um, speak it in the present mm-hmm. and the now and speak it in positive terms. Like, you know, um, you know, I want to lose 50 pounds. Right. Okay. That's too vague. It really doesn't say much. It mm-hmm. doesn't talk about when or what have you. But you can say, rather sit stated in the positive terms, mm-hmm. I am my ideal weight. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's a positive thing. So you've already put yourself in that future self. Right. That mm-hmm. you want to be. And you see yourself mm-hmm. that way. Right. Oh, I got to quit smoking. No. I'm a non-smoker. Right. So you claim it and mm-hmm. say it for yourself mm-hmm. and then begin to write down the action steps that'll make that statement possible I'm
2: a non-smoker true. Absolutely. I when I when I think about it when people, especially on weight loss, I always tell people, just just pick a uh, I wanna lose a pound a week. That's mm-hmm. on you. Now. Like this, see, if you lose a pound a week at the end of the year, you lost 50 pounds. And so, mm-hmm. but if you say, I want to lose 50 pounds, I'm like, oh, how am I going to do that? Mm-hmm. But just a pound exactly. a week, a pound a week in your mind. That's we're, we're talking about a mindset. We're talking about how to relax your way into success. We're talking yeah. about not being overwhelmed by setting goals and planning things that feel unreachable because it came out of your mouth, that's it came right. out of your brain. <laughs> you know?
3: Which- Sean, is that another um, thing that I've learned um, through the years? Uh And that is that one of the ways to continually be able to create possibilities and live a vibrant life Mm -hmm. at any age is to practice self-care. Yes. You know, too often, particularly for women. Mm-hmm. Um, we get so busy in life trying to be successful, trying to, you know, climb to the top. All of those things that we forget to take care of ourselves and 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 not and I'm not talking about, you know, making sure you get a massage every week, though. That's good. Now, now that, that'd be good. OK, that's if you can afford it. That's great. But, you know, self-care is about So many different aspects of your life. It deals with Mm -hmm. your social care, your Mm -hmm. physical care, Mm -hmm. your psychological care, Mm -hmm. your mental, your emotional. Mm -hmm. Even learning how to say no is a good way to practice self-care. So that in fact you're putting your needs, your priorities first. So practicing Uh, taking care of yourself, loving yourself Mm -hmm. the way that you should, eliminating the negative self-talk. You know, we be, you know, talk, 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 Mm -hmm. talk, talk. All these things kind of run around in our mind about Mm -hmm. what we can't do, these limiting behaviors, you know, what we can't do, what we can't say, what we can't wear, what we shouldn't do, Mm -hmm. you know, et cetera. By the time we finish, you'll be exhausted. Right. You know, so we need to reduce or eliminate the negative self-talk. And that's part of taking care of yourself, that self-care, that self-love, that particularly during these times, as times are tough, as we're in pandemic, as you know, we're facing uncertainty, um, an uncertainty that is going to, the pandemic, Roshan, is going to end, right. we'll move into something different. But uncertainty, is going to be with us always you know life is about ups and downs right that's what life is right and so learning how to embrace mm-hmm. uncertainty become a master of um, having yourself mm-hmm. developed, mm-hmm. Uh, learning the tricks and tips to decrease worry and stress and focus on your mm-hmm. goals. You know, those are things that we should develop. We should become masters of that mm-hmm. pandemic or not. Because it will always be something that's in our lives that we're not going to be a hundred percent sure of. <laughs>
2: right, 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 right. So
3: hey, let's become those masters mm-hmm. of uh, being the best that we can be, being the most vibrant that we can be at any age. Cool.
2: Thank you. She's a late. She's a late in life beautiful queen. I'm gonna say beautiful queen. I am but I'm not gonna say beauty queen. Beautiful queen. She's a queen. She's an entrepreneur, online course creator. You know, the thing I love about you is that you don't let age stop you. And that's what I'm preaching now. I'm preaching that for even somebody at 20 years old. Don't let age stop you. Don't tell somebody you're too young to accomplish that, 30 years old, 40 years old, 50. And when you hit 50 and 60, please stop it by saying that you can't accomplish your dreams because you're too old. That's the message that she delivers on a daily basis. Dr. Geneva Williams and Dr. Geneva Williams, I want to thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation. Mm-hmm. I only have one request. Will you come back?
3: Oh, I'd love, to. I'd love to. You know, one of the things that I said as I, um, you know, celebrated my 70th birthday mm-hmm. was I'm going to be doing only those things that give me joy. Mm-hmm. Having a conversation with you and all that you do to help other people. Brings me great joy, so it would be my pleasure <laughs> to come back and continue the conversation. Well,
2: we, we're, gonna, we're gonna do this annually, okay? I'm gonna lock this Love date it. down because I because uh, my birthday is in February, so you're gonna be one of my fe- my, my month birthday. So great your birthday, okay? That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so my then we're gonna stay in touch. If you ever have an event coming up that you need to get promoted, you can always count on me. Even uh-huh. if it's in Michigan or any state area, you got a, 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 a you know seminar that you're doing, please come yes. to me. I help thank promote Thank you, thank
3: you, thank okay? you. In fact, I've got one coming up for AARP they've asked me to help uh their members learn how to do per- their create their personal action plan for 2021 so I'll be doing that it'll be a virtual event and mm-hmm. I hope uh you
2: can be a part of it I yeah. will I'm there come on now I'm there for you doc so let's make it thank happen you. so I want to thank you again for coming on money making conversations okay Thank you. If you want to hear more Money Make Conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.
0: In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture.